the Lou and Matt podcast. Welcome to our Tuesday podcast. And this week, uh, Lou, again, look, it's for us. I mean, it's, there's a lot of other stuff going on in the world. Don't get, don't get me wrong. There's COVID and all that, but stuff that. The, the week really, Lou, is about building this bloody Monopoly board yep. and making it the best Monopoly board you can possibly imagine to represent the border because this thing is going to be made and then it's going to be in people's houses for decades. I know. I love that, though. I love that it'll be a little piece of history with little pieces of history on the board. Oh, it's exciting. It's got synergy and it's way more bloody exciting than That's talking right. about COVID. That's right. So, But therefore, there's a big responsibility to, with your help to get this right. <laughs> with great power it, comes oh. great responsibility. I mean, Lou, every, you know, decisions are made here that will last for decades. I'm glad we don't have to make the final decision. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but thankfully, we're doing it with your help. So triple uh, au. You can go now, any to any time, yeah. and help build the utility and train station spots that aren't going to be those. They're just going to be whatever bloody awesome border, border icon you can possibly think of. Yeah, which is going to be so the border that we're all going to love it. Yeah, that's And right. that's a way that you can uh, hopefully get yourself a copy as well because everyone that nominates on the website goes into the draw for one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, it's a product of its time, but it's meant to be timeless. So we won't have something like, you know, um, police roving um, border checkpoint permit No, chain. there'll be no checkpoint <laughs> that may have been suggested or may not. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the roving checkpoint over at the bloody causeway. Yeah. That will not be there. Bandiana link. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Every second day. God, God. There'll be nothing. There'll, there'll be no COVID testing clinic. Hey. There'll be no COVID <laughs> vaccine clinic, Lou. No, fair enough. Hey, you know what? I on that, I actually got um, pulled over yesterday on my way home, right? Because you've got to have the work permit and all yeah, that stuff. Sorry yeah. to di- digress into COVID, oh, but talk to me. Um, really lovely young police officer. He was so lovely. But um, he did point out to me that my permit was uh, pretty well expired. He said, this is, a, he very nicely said, this is the last day you'll be able to use this one. I went, oh, yep, thanks. Need to print a new one out. And then what happens if you go over with a one day expired <gasps> permit? Is oh, it, do they turn you back? Yeah. Do you go straight to jail? Uh, do not pass go or collect $200. I believe that could be the case. <laughs> and there we go. We've tied it together back to Monopoly. Um, all right. So heaps of stuff today. Don't forget triplem.com.au you for all the Monopoly stuff, but let's kick off our podcast with this. This happened on Saturday night. They can't afford a mistake here, the dogs. All over, people. Five seconds. Don't spoil the theatre, duck. <laughs> There's one point in it. They kick it down the line. The punchway, the siren sounds, and the dogs are through. The dogs are through to the prelim to face Please. And for the nice the crowd, the crowd, oh, the crowd were not happy. Oh, Wayne Swat, footy champion, joins us. Swatter, good morning. Ah, uh, well, I'm trying to work out. Good morning to you both. Morning, Swatter. I'm trying to work out what I've got to do to offload this 62,500 grand final ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not the right thing eBay, to do. eBay, Swatter. No, that'd be scalping. So oh, yeah, that. you're not so allowed to do that. The oh, four damn. remaining clubs will be getting a call from me at 9 o'clock this morning. <laughs> yep. I'll be offering them up in equal portions. There will be a small premium. Having said all of that, uh, well done to the Bulldogs. Commiserations to the Brisbane Lions. Lulu, dis- disappointing. Oh. Heartbreak. 
heartbreaking. But I do have a theory. I do have a theory. Oh, mm-hmm. here we go. And that is, that you've shut up, you. Um, that is uh, not you, Lou. Uh, the other knucklehead. <laughs> um, the theory is yes. that, and and I, re- I refer to you know when we were at North, we made finals ninety three, ninety four, ninety five before we made the grand final. Mm-hmm. And I think that you've got to get, you've got to have experiences like this to understand what's required to be able to go further. Right. And I think that this will sit in the belly of the Brisbane Lions over the course of summer and this will drive them to bigger and better things. And the other thing which gives me comfort anyway, Lou, is that once again we've we experienced go. finals football, uh, which is which is probably 345 Ooh. galaxies away from where the Adelaide crap played. Matt doesn't know anything about uh, what now, that's like to be, on, to be playing in the yes, finals. Yes, hang yes, hang yes, on, nothing. because yes. there's a major issue with um, what you're suggesting there, and that is an exodus from the Brisbane oh, Lions. Stop it. One Lockie are... Neal yeah. is heading back to the West. Well, he wants to. Brownlow medalist. But he can't at the moment. Well, uh, if Lockie Neal wants to go home, go home. <laughs> Can he get into Lock- WA, Swanner? If, 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 no, <laughs> because, because apparently Captain Santa Claus, Mr McGowan, uh, he I doesn't mean. let anybody in at the uh, moment. So the Lions not, are safe at the moment. because The he, Lions are absolutely not letting anyone safe. in. <laughs> but if he wants to go, then on your way, Lockie Neal. We only want players that are interested in committing themselves to this footy club, yeah. and away we go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We've got to move on to it's another beautiful. club. No, do we really? Um, yeah. We have to move on to the Ds. Yes. Uh, will Melbourne win the flag for the first time since well, 1964? Yeah. Ron Barassi thinks so. Well, of course they do. Any 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 Melbourne supporter with a with a heart that beats blue and red would say that yes, we are a chance. However, Mr. Barassi, with all due respect, and you knucklehead, there's one more important game to go before Melbourne even think about playing in a grand final. That is a prelim final. And uh, they've got every chance if they play the way that they've been playing, then they're going to give themselves a good opportunity. It would be a great story. It would be like the Bulldogs and the Sydney Swans who hadn't won it for a long time. Melbourne, a chance to win. But they've got to win this weekend, Matthew. They will. They will. They'll knock over the Cats. Cats are too old. I beg your pardon? Did you see the Cats play on the weekend? Well, they were pretty good. Did you see? (laughs) There was no Toby Green. I'd hate to be in a lineup with you after robbing a bank. No, didn't do it. No, no. yeah, it was him. It was him. Oh, yeah, he'd be, <laughs> he'd be fingering the other people immediately. Oh, Don't you worry. Unbelievable, Lou. Unbelievable. No, I think the Cats are just as good a chance against Melbourne um, as Melbourne are against the Cats. So they played pretty well on the weekend. Tommy Hawkins, very good. I'd just like to see the Demons get into a grand yes, final, knucklehead. Yeah. I mean, that, that's that, all, I'm going for them now. I mean, we all agree. Yeah, I think actually that's weird that we all agree, but. But, but, you know, now that, that I've Luke. lost hope of my own team. No, oh, don't. don't lose hope, Luke. <laughs> don't go. lose hope because I tell you what, there's another team that we need to keep a very, <laughs> no. very close eye on. No. And that is the team from the city of the churches. That don't is talk. the only thing apart from cheddar cheese that comes out of that state that's any good. Don't. And that is the mighty, mighty no. Port Adelaide they uh, might, Well, that's no. true. They've been yep. playing very, very, very well. They've playing outstandingly well. Mm. Um, and I think that they should be a standalone no. team in South Australia. That's no. what I really think. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Maybe I should get on board with it with right. the uh, oh, don't worry. I've, I've Port Adelaide. Through, already put a call through to my mate Travis Old. We've got that worked out. Anyone looking for sixty-two and a half thousand grand final tickets? <laughs> oh, look me up on social media. I'll sell them individually if I have to. Swat, I talk to you on Friday. Always a pleasure. Bye. Bye. It's Lou and Matt. Swatter will be back then, and we'll go through the two games, including. Ugh. Port Adelaide game. It's a lot of that. It's Triple M. Now, I don't know about you, Matt, but I know I've been spending a lot more time probably online than I, ordina- than I oh, ordinarily would. Absolutely. <laughs> I think everyone has. <sighs> I think we can forgive ourselves for probably trawling 
uh, Facebook and, yeah. the, and the like a bit more than we normally do. But some good things have come out of it too. I had a friend um, contact me on Instagram, just the message app in oh, yes. message app yep. in Instagram, um, that I have not seen for over twenty years. Um, oh, that's cool. Which was fantastic, and we were really good mates. So yep. Michael and yep. I met um, this friend Pete when we were in Melbourne, travelling around Australia back in the days when you could travel. And it was just such an incredible, pleasant surprise to get that message. And I thought, oh, I can't be the only one that's getting, you know, that kind yeah, of yeah. reconnection with people because everyone's spending so much time online. So I popped so a, true. I popped a um, post on our Facebook page and just wondered if anyone yep, else yep. has been contacted by a friend from years ago. And it was all, it's almost like you've, you've been seeing them. It's like... It was when you saw them last. What was it like? Did you have a good? Did we you did. immediately we had a good go back yak. to yeah, but I, stories? Yep. And... But I want to. I'd like to like properly connect. You know, be able to do like a FaceTime or something. Oh like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But he lives in Switzerland, so yeah. oh, the, the time issue could be a bit of a thing. But anyway, um, on our Facebook page, Triple M the Border, um, we had a couple of really nice responses. So, uh, Di sent to us that. She and her sister had been estranged for over 20 years, uh, but when her mum passed away, they reconnected via Facebook, and it was just like old See, times. Go. See, yeah. that's, and that's... Bringing families re- together, exactly, Facebook. Exactly, really nice. But I love this one um, from Linalda, who said um, she's reconnected with a few close friends from school from over 30 years ago, and we still laugh about things that happened back then. And I think, you know what? I think why people are going for that at the moment, that that whole nostalgia feeling is quite strong because we need the good times to hold on to at the moment, don't we? Yep, so true. So nice to reminisce about fun and visiting people and travelling and all that sort of stuff. Sometimes in life, the gods smile upon you, my friends. You got that right. My dingling! TV Talk with Steve Mulk. Yes, it is time to talk to the great man, uh, Steve Mulk. Good morning. Matt, Luke, good morning. I'm right behind you. Um, well, good, because now I can hit you up in person, almost yes. virtually. Um, because this block thing uh, that we've all been talking about, it hooked Louie. It hooked me in. I had to watch. Mm. Mm. It is... Cheating scandal. Yeah, the cheating scandal. The thing that was apparently, according to the promo, the biggest cheating scandal in Australian TV history. It yes. was clearly made up for ratings Ooh, conspiracy and Conspiracy theories, yes. Because well, I'll tell you exactly why. Because Scott Cam gave Luke and Josh and Tanya and Vito a two-point deduction. That's all yes. they got. Lou, you were right. talking about throwing them out because it was apparently the greatest scandal in TV history. He gave them two-point deduction. Yeah. What? Come on, Mulkey. Well, hang on. Let's just wrap this up for a little second. No one has proven to be, out of those four, Josh, Luke, Vito and Tanya, no one has proven to be the person that took the photo. Yes. They have admitted to having it. They admitted to being sent it. Yes. And they all acknowledge they should have deleted it and not shown to anyone, blah, 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 blah. Why should they be booted out for something someone else did? Well, like, because they bald-faced lied about it. They but lied. When they were asked if they knew anything about it initially, especially Tanya, um, <laughs> they, she literally said, no, nah, don't even know what you're talking about, haven't heard anything about it. Now that, my friend, is what you call a flat-out lie. So it lying, it, uh, we told should, you it got Lou in. Yeah, See? we shouldn't be rewarding that kind of behaviour. The good thing is, friends, that I can tell you that while you might think the cheating scandal is all wrapped up, largely it is. I can tell you from the week of the block ahead that I've already seen, plus 
I have a friend who is a producer on the show. They tell me that the implications and consequences of that cheating scandal affect the relationships for the rest oh, of the show. Far reaching. Far reaching. It is not happy campers. No. Let's get on to something a little bit more serious, Mulkey. I think this yes. is must-watch TV. Um, yeah. Todd Sampson's Mirror, Mirror. Now, we've seen some ads for this uh, on 10, and it looks um, in equal parts scary and informative. Yeah, that's probably a fair way of putting it. I've been fortunate enough, Lou, to see both of the episodes, Wednesday, Thursday night this week, 7.30 on 10, and uh, right out of the gate, right? He's talking about how advertising and social media have really transformed, put so much pressure on our sense of who we are, sense of self and our understanding of what we should look like or what mm-hmm. we think we should look like. And he nails his colours to the mask that I was in advertising, I was part of the problem. Yeah. Right? He says, I know I did wrong. Yeah. And now look at what the implications of that are. And, and we see, you know, people that have gone overboard with plastic surgery. We meet a bloke who, a former Mr. Australia, so he's a bodybuilder. He is buff, super cut. And he says, I look like a toothpick, right? His mental image of who he is is it's not enough. And that is the reality of all of this. It's the fact that we allow too many other voices through advertising and things to tell us that we're not enough. And that's just not true. Wow, that's yeah, cool. When, that is, is, when cool. is that on? So it's Wednesday and Thursday, a two-parter, 7.30 on 10. And if you've got tweens even, this is must-watch television with them and your kids. Yep. I'm still not cancelling my peck implants. But anyway, <laughs> all right, and finally... There goes my butt lift. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Finally, speaking of butt lifts and implants, um, the Logies have been cancelled again. Mm, that's right. For the, the place that Nadia Bartel might have felt at home. Oh. Um, look, I know, yeah. well played me. Uh, it, for the third time, uh, Tom Gleeson will be the carryover champion gold Logie winner. Oh, we'll never I hear the start- end of this. No, I would start checking his uh, ability to fly to Wuhan and talking to the PM and the the, 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 the parliamentary councils and things. Sure. Look, it is a shame because we were going to get it in November yes. in Queensland. But, of course, with the fact that there's border closures and COVID is still all over the place and everything, understandable that we don't want to um, expose some of our best and brightest stars to that or have them in all sorts of, um, you know, kind of quarantine situations. How would we make TV? So they've put it off. They said it will be back in 2022. The real challenge, friends, is will anybody care? (laughs) No. (laughs) Very good point, Steve Mulk. For more things to care about, we'll talk to you next week. Guaranteed. Look out for the TV black boxes coming soon. There's been a lot of talk recently about rapid antigen testing for COVID, which can give a result in as little as 10 minutes. They're now going to be used at the New South Wales State Parliament to screen staff, but they're still banned for home use and not used in many different circumstances where it would seem that we could really benefit from their use. Susan Lee, the Federal Member for Farrow and, of course, the Environment Minister, has some thoughts on the use of RAT testing and she joins us. Susan, good morning. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Lou. So why aren't we using um, rapid antigen testing uh, widely at the moment? Surely it will be helpful. It's going to happen, but I'm saying it needs to happen now and it needs to be implemented by our public health authorities and particularly here on the border. So New South Wales is ahead of Victoria. They've approved it and, as you said, they're starting to use it in some workplaces. We've got Deputy Premier John Barillaro making some announcements, as I understand it, about possible opening up at the end of this week. Yes. Well, I'd love to see that in conjunction with a rapid antigen test 
in workplaces to just allow them to ramp up the, uh, you know, the number of visitors, the number of customers, more retail open, more hospitality open. I've come back from oh several weeks in Parliament and lockdown in Canberra, and I'm, you know, I'm I'm so worried for our border communities. I'm so disheartened to see how everything is so flat and yes. yes we know it's coming but it needs to happen now so um you know i'm banging on various doors and particularly as i said across the border where they're saying in the victorian public health system oh we need the roll gold test yes we do and we'll still have that but sometimes it takes 24 hours some people are waiting three days yeah. to get a result mm-hmm. that's not going to work no, it's certainly not, and especially for businesses that are working with skeleton staff to try and keep their businesses afloat. If one person or, or several people have any kind of COVID-like symptoms, they obviously have to go and get tested. They need to get those results immediately. And I think, Lou, it actually means that some people don't say anything when they think they should sure. be tested. Yep. Obviously, if you've got real symptoms, you should get a proper test. But we're getting tested all the time when we don't have symptoms now. And some people are avoiding it because they actually don't want to hear that they might have COVID. Now, I know that's funny logic, but that's how people think. Mm. And therefore, you know, we need to pick it up early. This is part of the tools we would have in our kit to actually pick it up early. But just to give our small businesses a break, just to give our families a break. I mean, you know, you could do it and then go and see your elderly relatives in aged care. We've got people who haven't had visitors for months. We've got people who want desperately to cross the border. We've got workers who are saying, I'm not crossing the border to do my job because when I come back, I'm supposed to quarantine for 14 days. I won't have any symptoms. There won't be anything wrong with me, but I won't be able to live my life. Now, that's a perfect example of if you did one of these tests every couple of days. And the beauty is, um, you know, England is doing them actually at home, but I'm not suggesting we go to that straight away. They have to be done under the supervision of a health professional, but not by health professionals. So ultimately, we need to get them out and get them being used. Okay. So um, what about things like cost, for example? Like, Do they cost a lot and who would pay? Yeah. Look, I don't think they do. I think they probably cost between $10 and $20. In Europe, people pay for them themselves. Uh, They might eventually come under Medicare, and that would make sense. And I've spoken to the health minister just about their use, and he's he's reliably informed me that there's a long list that have been approved by our TGA that actually says, yes, these things work. Yes, you can use them. And they're sort of waiting for use. I actually don't think cost is the the issue. It actually costs quite a lot for the tests that you have in the drive-thru, and it would probably reduce the number of those yep yeah it does seem very strange that they're not employing them already but anyway hopefully not too much longer uh and we will be open for business again and be able to live as one community susan lee uh, environment minister and federal member for farah thank you for chatting thank you lovely to chat